0: Five, four, three, two, one. We're live. Mm-hmm. Our message on this day is the outstretched hand of God. How I many of y'all know that God he reached a mighty long way to get us? Amen. I want to say this. In this world, that we're in right now. There is Egypt. Egypt stands for the world and all its bondage. And that was a time when we were in that world, correct? Mm-hmm. And every once in a while that world calls us back, right? Mm-hmm. If we are. There are three things I want us to remember today before I get started in this message. This is a profound message, and I'm praying to God that I'm able to deliver it the way He wants you to deliver it. uh-huh. It's just that profound.
1: We can either be
0: in Egypt and living likewise thereof, or we can be in the wilderness. if we're passed on, we can be in the land of Canaan, which represents the kingdom of God. Up top. Somewhere between there, we'll find <coughs> The outstretched hand of God. Once you see verse 6, it will be, it says, Wherefore, Say unto the children of Israel. Somebody say us. Yes. This has no reference to our life unless we become what's in the book. It has no reference in our life unless we become which is in the book. Don't ever give your heritage away to someone else. The Bible says here, wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord. And I will, not that I want to, but God says, I will. And that I will is not something in the future, it's a right now will. God's will be done right now says, now I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. That's the word. God prophesied and he spoke to us and he said, look, my will is to bring you out from under the curse that you are under. shed to remove us from the curse of the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. And I will rid you out of their bodies, the world. And I will redeem you with a stretched out arm, the outstretched handgun. And I'm going to do it with great judgment. God has promised and has done a marvelous thing. He's given us a chance to come out of Egypt. He knew that we couldn't do it by ourselves. So he stretched out his arm. And what it means by he stretched it out, it means that he reached forward. Through Christ Jesus, right? Come on, talk to me. If not, He reached for us Uh with that outstretched arm, and in the midst of that, that same arm would guide us, right? And not only that, but that same arm will cover us and protect us, right? Because otherwise the judgments, the great judgments that he brought forth would have destroyed us too, would it not? If it destroyed the Egyptians and we're not covered, it'll do something else, right? Well, Let's go to Deuteronomy 26, verse 6 to 8. Deuteronomy, with you. 26, verse 6 to 8. Verse It says in verse six here, and the Egyptians evil entreated us. Did not the world treat us evil? Yes, sir. Told us up mm-hmm. and laid upon us what kind of bondage? Hard bondage. See, the world ain't never done nothing easy for us because they don't care nothing for us. That's right. And God has blessed us, speaking of myself also, so so many times. And we took it to Eden. Yeah. But you know, we serve them. The the, the mercy of God never ends. Because the Bible says that His mercy is often returning. And His compassions are new every morning. Amen. Amen. Every time we screw up, God is there to pick us up and bring us back in. See, that's what a good shepherd does. Yeah. That's what a good shepherd does. A good shepherd knows the difference between a sheep and a goat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he didn't tell us to go at the goat. He told us to go the sheep, a sheep. See, a goat, you go get a goat. And it up in here, a goat will mess up something. Because a dog is a fool. A goat will act up. That's what a goat will do. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what a goat will do. So everything that comes ain't a sheep, and everything that leaves ain't a sheep. You gotta know what you're dealing with when it comes through that door. Oh, yeah. There ain't another door that's more dangerous than that one there on any church house. Because on that door come the good, the bad, and the oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what's coming through there if you don't have spiritual discernment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I, I don't mean to down anybody. I'm not doing that, though. But everybody can be a leader. Amen lead God's people. i got a long experience with this thing. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's easy when you ain't in the oven. Amen. <laughs> get in the oven oh, yeah. and see how it feels to get baked. <laughs> yes, yes. And then come and talk to the pastors about pastors. Bible says here that
1: the world laid a hard
0: bondage upon us, verse 6, the Egyptians. And when we cried out unto the Lord God of our fathers, the Lord heard our voice, praise God, and he looked on our afflictions and our labor and our oppression. Look what he did. At that time when we cried to him and he heard us, he didn't look at us. He looked at what we were going through. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we feel that God done forgot us. But we got to remember that God is with us even until the end of the age. Amen. So God says here now, he takes and he looks at our affliction. Our way, but our oppression. See, it's some things that, that that we've been afflicted by, burdened by, and perhaps bondage by. And God's been looking at it for a long time because we've been crying out to Him for a long time. Yeah. yeah. But see, now God is bringing the word because now it's time mm-hmm. to cut it loose. He says in His word, "I will." That means it is my will. whatever my will is is finished so whatever it is see it ain't about what God is going to do anymore it's about what God is doing right now and already done because God is not a past God God is a present and a future God and what God did back there is already established God don't go back there to do it again Let me tell you something. God ain't gonna go and tell daylight to come ever again because He's already said He's already been done. God don't have to go back and save none of us again because it's already done. It's finished. And what we got to do is learn to walk into what's already finished. See, it's time to get serious. We play too much. We want to do shabby work for God too much. Time That can't be. God is not pleased with that. He's done too much for us. No, yeah. The slack Now where this church is right now and what this church is doing, God is blessing everybody in here. Amen. Right now, you're in a good place with God. Amen. And you're in a good place with life too. Don't tell me you not because I see. God reveals to me. People in here now are doing good. God is giving them homes. God is giving them jobs. God is giving them extra money. God is giving them health. God is giving them more food. God is doing all these things right now. Amen. 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 Yes, you. Amen. You God say, "I will bring you out from under the bondage, and one of the worst bondages of all is poverty." Amen. Amen. So God wants to free us up, and God wants to do things for us. Amen. But well, he don't want us to be a fool when he doesn't. Yes, mm-hmm. Amen? Yes. Amen. Yes. God says in verse 7, he looked down upon our affliction when we cry out to him. And our labor and our oppression. And verse 8, coming out of Deuteronomy 26, verse 8. Verse 8 says, And the Lord brought us forth. Out of where? the world. Well, what kind of hand? A mighty hand. A mighty hand. Mm. And with that, there they go, music, And with great terribleness, and with signs, and wonders." The Lord tells us here that He brought us out of the old world mighty hand and he brought us with that outstretched arm because with all the terribleness that in the world today, John says now, if I don't guide you, and if I don't protect you, and if I don't receive you, they need great, terrible things that I do, they're going to destroy you too. We should have been dead. We? But we're still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because God reached out to us. Mm-hmm. We got to get more serious, church. We got to get more serious with this thing. Amen. Now watch what happened. Notice now, the word says that God, he, he, he brought them out to Deuteronomy. Chapter, he said he brought them out of India. He Brought them out with a mighty hand. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what's funny about The word of God wasn't with us, Israel when we were in Egypt. The world. Mm-hmm. Am I right, man? Yes. We didn't care about no word. One thing mm-hmm. we cared about was the things of the world. Come on. Yes. Come on. This ain't joking time. It's real time. The word of God wasn't with Israel mm-hmm. when they we were in Egypt. Right. Right. It wasn't with us either mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as Israel when we were in Egypt. Amen? Yeah. The Bible says, John 6 that Jesus said, No man come to me unless the Father draws. Yeah. Did you say that by the Word? Yeah. Jesus is the Word, the Christ. We're going to show this in the book now. And you can bet that you know what we're talking about when we get up here. You can bet that. There is a reason why when we went in, the word of God wasn't with us. We had to be drawn out Mm -hmm. by the spirit of the Father. That's book. That's That's book. Now, Jesus the Christ, the anointed one, he was outside of Egypt in a cloud at the edge of the wilderness by Now that cloud represents the word of God. And the Bible said the Lord was in that cloud, amen. And it wasn't in Egypt. he was on the edge of wilderness. We don't pick this word up until we come out. And we don't come out unless the Father draws us out. Amen? Amen. Watch what happens. Yeah. The very state step of us. Remember I told you, you can either be in Egypt, the world, and living like the world, In other words, you can either be in bondage or the Spirit of the Father can draw us out, save us. Mm -hmm. Now when we get saved, it puts us in the wilderness. And we're going to deal with that wilderness. Because that's the next phase of where we have to go. See, we're in the wilderness now. If you're not saved, you're still in Egypt. And you need to allow God to pull your eye. But if you say, "Be in the wilderness," okay, and we're going to deal with you on what the wilderness is, and you'll understand by and by what the Lord is speaking through His holy prophets. The Bible says here. You can't come. Unless you're wrong. Go ahead. Exodus 13. Verse 21. Exodus 13. <clears throat> verse 31. Yeah. Over there. Amen. Let's go to verse 20. Over there. Watch this. And Exodus 13. Verse 21. we am going to read verse 22. It says that, and they, us, we took a journey when he called us out. Right? Amen. Amen. We took a journey. And that journey came from Sukkot. Sukkot means books, or B-O-O-T-H-S, or a place where we take control of our affections and desires. When we get saved, that we come out of Egypt, the first thing that we got to start working on through the word of God is taking control of ourselves. Amen. And of our emotions and of our desires; otherwise, our salvation is no. Right. No. And once you begin to take control of yourself, Larry, then we're ready to begin on the journey. He's with you. Otherwise, if you we don't deal with our insane self, we're going to remain in Israel Amen. while we're in the wilderness. Said mm-hmm. yeah. says that they took their journey from Sukkot, controlling their desire, and they encamp in Etham in the what of the you women? Know the edge. You see, first you start dealing with, before you can take the journey, you gotta start dealing with your desire and your affection. And once that takes place, then you're able to encamp, that means to set up camp in a place called Etham, which means Humble yourselves together. Mm-hmm. See, everybody in here, we're supposed to be humbling ourselves to one another in the Lord as a team. Once we do that, we have unity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever seen the ants? Consider the way of ants. Yeah. They don't even have a leader, but they know what to do. Mm-hmm. Because the leader is in all of them. See, if the word of God is in all of us, then we know what we need to do. We just need to do it. Yes. Yes. Right? It says here, they won't head to <laughs> will. Them. Watch verse 21. First time, it talks about the Lord in the clock. It ain't the first time the cloud was spoken about, cause the Lord set the cloud, set the bow in the cloud at the rain from the flood. But we talk about a different thing here. We talk about Him pulling Israel out of Egypt. He said, "Now, and the Lord went before them. What did He do with that? The edge of the wilderness, right?" Now the word shows up after we came out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. Amen? And after we came out of Egypt then the word was there waiting on us with the outstretched arm to guide us to teach us to protect us to show you how this thing is done. I'm telling you right now the church needs more real preachers. I don't know about y'all but I'm sick of first grade teachers. Yeah. Sick of it? Yeah. First grade. Sick of it. Yeah, yeah first grade teachers. Because first grade teachers are the ones that have to be churches. Mm-hmm. You know why they have to be churches? Because they ain't preaching nothing. They preaching to your feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like to make you jump. Mm-hmm. Well, Brad's talking about to jump too. Five, mm-hmm. I'm to tell you, for was five weeks ago. And I'm going to tell you some of them. Some of them said, I hope I'm not one of them. going to have hell to pay. I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. He said, Now the Lord went before them, verse 21. Mm-hmm. By day, in a pillow, of see, when you're able to see, right, the daytime, when you're able to see, the world is clear. Oh, yeah. when, you're when, you're when you're able to see. Amen? Yeah. And it goes before you, and it say, now, you got to keep a space. got keep a space between them. What was it? 200 feet? Something like that? Represents the fact that we have to be a covenant with God in order for him to give us to this willingness that we live in right now. You see, what I'm trying to tell you, church, is we know how to live in the world, because that's how we ever it all. I'm going to show you in the Bible that a something where you understand why we need this word the God is us through the wilderness that we're in now. Yeah. Otherwise, we don't we're going to fall. Amen. we show you that too. You did not need nobody to show us nothing about the world. We know all about it. now. Yeah. That's right. I was sitting on the edge of the woods. The Lord went before us in a pillar of a cloud. In other words, he went before us in the strength of the word. The pillar represents strength, uh-huh. support. That word has to be a support, a pillar in us, oh, yeah. in order to keep us upright. Uh-huh. Otherwise, we're going to be like a jellyfish. That's right. And you know a jellyfish ain't got no backbone? hmm he just floats alone Mm -hmm. so you can take it anywhere if you want it to go and that's just about what's happening to the church today also says here that in verse 21 that the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to do what? to lead them the way way. who is the way? Christ he's the way, the truth, and the light right? So this word is there to guide us and lead us into the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> bring it on Amen. Amen? Amen. That's why the word is so important. And by night, look how it does. It shows up in a pillar of fire to give light. To go by day and night. It's just any day when you able to see everything, and everything is going good, your money right, your woman right, and everything, your car right, your house right, you just got it going on and think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Word is easy, yes, Lord, I'll fight. then that nighttime season comes when all the hell's come on, yeah, buddy, you and funny, hell gone, looking crazy. Children acting a fool? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many of y'all have been children? Amen. How many of y'all children ever acted up on y'all? How many of y'all ever acted up? we children too, God. Amen. So all of us. Children for acting up, but we act up too. That's right. In front of our parents. That's right. We're children. Children act like they act. (laughs) (laughs) They learn from us. Yeah. Telling me about God that you're crazy. (laughs) Uh, So they give me the right to be crazy. Basically, that's how a lot of them because if we ain't right, we sure can't tell somebody else. Amen. And it and be valid. It takes the strength out of it. So during your nighttime season, look what that cloud, that word does. Amen. That word lights up. Because in the nighttime, when you're confused, when you're hungry, when you're hurt, when you don't know what to do, when your whole life is jacked up and you can't see nothing. Amen. nothing. I'm talking about nothing. And that word has to light up in your lifetime season. Because if that word don't light up in your nighttime season, you will be destroyed. Amen. So God "Look at I got to light this word up. In other words, I got to give you a revelation." I well, don't you know that that's what suffering will do. Hardship will bring a real revelation to you. Yes, sir. Oh, it will. Oh, it's called the, 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 the oil press. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you think Jesus wasn't there to get pressed in the mouth of God? He got pressed. He got pressed so hard that he was like sweating blood. He got pressed so hard that he followed the ball. He said, oh, Lord, I can't do that. You know? But he did. Really and that's what we got to do. mm He throwing the ball. He, when he was taking the cross. but like the heel of goes off, he needed a good help. That's right. So sorry, kick it up kick it off. Everybody needs help. Amen. Does that image Christ know? That opposes who he is because he feels our infirmity, mm-hmm. the weaknesses. He understands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when that thing lights up, it lights up in our time of yeah. adversity. Yeah. When we have brought down a ton of on our own. Oh, hey. yeah. yeah, we do it to ourselves, not mm-hmm. ourselves. It. I'm gonna get on back up here. (laughs) 99 Yeah, I'm gonna get on back with here on that one. So, so, so now he said, "Now I need to give you some light in your nighttime season, Mm -hmm. so that you continue to have some strength." Go to Joshua three, verse four. Put Joshua up there for me, 3 verse 4. Have you got it? Thank you. Look what it says. Yeah. Yet there shall be a space, talking about the cloud, between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by man. You know we 2. 2 is the covenant between God and man. See, when you count that thing, you go 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 0. See, zero don't add up to nothing. It still come out. Two. And two mm-hmm. represents the covenant between God and man. You know, Revelation told us we need to learn how. You that have wisdom have to learn how to count the numbers. You know, because why you think they call it the book of the numbers? You can decipher it with numbers. You can decipher the whole Bible with numbers. You've gone through that teaching. I don't know if any of them remember it, but I remember it. It says now about two thousand cubits by measure. You don't come near. You know, Lord, don't think we can just come up on God any kind of way. Mm-hmm. And don't never think you're so close to God that you just blind because so, that's what's gonna happen. Amen. Amen. They say now, I just want to pay attention to. They say now, come not near unto me that ye may know the way by which ye must go. Why? For you have not passed. Which way? This way. Before. let see what we're talking about. Oh, good now. Let's see what we're talking about. Now, here we go. We come out of the world. We don't need no help there, right? We know how to have food, right? Yes, sure. sir. We know how to have food. We don't need no help in
1: we don't need nobody to teach us how
0: to act food fool. We come out acting the fool. Now, we're in the wilderness now. Huh? And in the wilderness, he saying, now, you got to keep the space between me. In other words, you got to stand coming up with me so that you can see which way that you need to go because you haven't passed this way before. See, before, while we were in the world, you know what we were doing? We knew the way of the world. But now, somebody say but. but, that's a big word. But now, see, we've got to say now we're still in the world but we're no more of the world. We're in the wilderness now, see. Because all of a sudden we're not living for the devil no more. We're living for God. And we don't know. We never passed this way before. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So wait a minute. Now comes what Paul's talking about. The wall between the spirit and the flesh. Yeah. You didn't have that over here. Mm-hmm you're in the wilderness is not trying to get to the kingdom, can Now, you're in a physical world trying to live a spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's hell. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the world pulling at you, and you got the spirit pulling, you're being pulled apart. You're in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Now you don't know what's happening to you, you see. Because everything done changed. Now, now you do. See, now I'm being convicted. Well, I just don't I didn't, it didn't bother me to do what I was doing. But I still want to do it. But there's something inside of me telling me, no, you got to do better. It keeps telling me, no, you got to do better. No, you got to, that's the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. So now we're being pulled this way and yanked this way. Yank this way and pull this way. Yank this way and pull this way. Now, now we're being straight. Uh-huh. It didn't happen until we got the wilderness. It didn't bother us over here because we really didn't give you in no way. When we were over here, we just did what we did. And we didn't care who liked it or who don't like it. It didn't make no difference. No as no. long no as we liked it. Yeah. So we did it, right? But now they like that. We're the willingness now because we trying to get somewhere, and we haven't passed this way before. Because now we're living in a physical world, but we're trying to live a spiritual life, and man, that's difficult. Because I still don't do what I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you leave Egypt, you got to cut some things, loose, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. 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 Some things that you love, right? right. Yeah. Okay. If somebody you love dies, you're going to mourn for it. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Yeah. You loved it in the world. Now you just got to die. So you go to a mourning thing. That's right. It's dead. Mm-hmm. You got to through the grieving process Oh yeah. Everything that you loved, then you got to cut loose and mm-hmm. kill you. You got to give yourself time to grieve over that mm-hmm. in order to be healed. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I don't go in for that. You know, oh, I'm delivered completely. Mm-hmm. No, you are alive. Mm-hmm. You are not delivered. Still not delivered. still not problem. You live there a little. You know, you got to work on self. Right. You got to work okay. on self. Okay. You don't get the whole package. It don't work like that. If you'd got the whole packet, then God would have had you kill all those nations of giants, seven, eight nations of giants in the land of faith. He said, I won't let you root out a few of them. Because if I just clear everything up, then it's going to go back wilderness. Because you can't process it that fast. Mm -hmm. So now we're in the wilderness and we're trying to get over Him, but we're being straight. So, because we're being stretched, and we're being yanked back to I mean back to we begin to say to ourselves, you know, I remember the onions and the meats. <laughs> but you don't remember the hell that you had out there in the world. See, because the enemy blinds us to the hardship. Of our insanity, and that's why we keep going back doing the same. We're going to say, boy, here, I lay this thing in here with <laughs> their kids up in here. If their kids were not up in here, I would lay it in here, and y'all know I would. Yeah. Because that's what it takes to get us to listen. Mm-hmm. Look, people, people die. You know what I hate? Mean? A good intuition. <laughs> that don't understand that sometimes you got to get down in the dirt like Jesus did in order to get the devil out. Hmm. If you try to sanitize this thing, nobody gonna get
1: saved. Right.
0: You didn't I tell you anybody can't eat? Mm-hmm. Because you got too many people pleasers. That's right. That's true. That's why God in the Bible, who did he get? Warriors, fools, <laughs> murderers, <laughs> yeah, baby tongues, amen. <laughs> yeah, he would do with him. But he's our hero. Amen. But if y'all say, oh, man, he do that, oh, no, I'm gone. <laughs> but it's all right like for David to do? He'd yeah, <laughs> right. do that, man. That, 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 Keep you know, it Yes, sir. Yeah. But in David's time, he went through some stuff because shimmy. He just cheated David and cussed him out. of his stuff. He was going to see. See, he had his hands too. Mm-hmm. You understand? Know but he came on the So here we are now. Mm-hmm. In that wilderness. Now, that word, we're supposed to follow while we're in this earthly life of existence. That's the wilderness we're in, right? Uh, we've never passed this way before living in the spirit but we're still in the physical body on earth it's a new season it's a new way of life right that we got to learn the rest of our life right no here's <clears> where the <throat> energy comes in we start out but over me now we're going through the wilderness and in the wilderness, the call of darkness becomes great. You never known God in Egypt. Only thing you known was the bull religion called Ibis. So what do you do? You build what you know, because that's all you know. Remember, I told you it wasn't a word in Egypt. The word didn't show up until they come out of you. That's right. Then the word started teaching you. Come on now. Amen. (laughs) I know what I'm talking about because I know this book. (laughs) Now, you you sit there and going through all this, and we, we try to figure it out, and then we get a week along the way. And then Amalek is back there waiting on us. He's a giant. Mm-hmm. And when you start scrambling, mm-hmm. he will kill you. Mm-hmm. He yeah. When you start murmuring against the man or woman of God, God will kill you. Because mm-hmm. he's the same God. He ain't gonna let you go so far. He'll stop your mouth. He's gonna lay that mouth down. So they started dropping like flies. Didn't any ground? Because they got weak. Because they still had idolatry in them. Because they had not the word in them. They, they had rebellion in them. They didn't like who it was that was leading them. Mm-hmm. They had a problem with that. God had a
1: They were hiding behind. I want
0: to go back because I liked what we was eating mm-hmm. while we were in the world. Even though it was done, I still liked it. So I wanted it again. So those kind, they fall. Then those, they got weak fall. And by the time they got to the Cadiz Bernier, which is the borders of Canaan, by the time they got there after 40 years because the first time they got there in 11 the the days. Mm. They could have Yeah. They could have left Egypt. In 13 and a half days, they could have left Egypt, got through the wilderness, and ended in because it took three days to the mountain, Mount Sinai, where he got the law. And then it took 11 and a half days from the mountain of Sinai to the borders of Canaan. That's 13 and a half, right? 13 and a half days. 13 and a half days during two 40 years. 40 years. Round, around 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 the surface crazy doing the same thing over and over and over and over, expect the same different result. Exactly. Get the same thing, because the bridge out. They're going to never be fixed on that one. <laughs> it's not going to be fixed. It's never going to work. So, what happens is, is that they start jumping like flies, right? Huh? They start jumping like flies because they stop flying in the what? That's why I say set your affections above, not on things that earth. love three, two. Because you gotta look up to see what God is saying. You gotta look up to see what God is doing. You know? You gotta look up. If you're looking at the world and thinking it's God, because the devil, that's the devil's no way. The devil can bless you with all didn't he try to give it to Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, "All oh, this belongs to me. Oh love it. And he does, but we gave it to him. He said, well, I'll give it to you. If you just bow, I'll give it to you.
1: How many of us
0: have bowed down to male? And we call it God. So Joshua, he tipped us now, he had passed his word before. Now I'm going to cut this short. I'm going to go one more place. I want you to go with me to 3K. Let's go to the bathroom. Chapter 3. Verse 3. Who comes? Mm-hmm. Where would you say God came from? Tamar. He's talking about God came from Tell me you know where God came from. He never said. He just told me. up there man you would. God came from where Timon and the Holy One the Christ came from Mount Quran sailor his brother came to heaven and the earth was full of his face so, so where did God come from? Tomorrow so what is that? In Hebrew it means south but it also means Praise from deep within. Mm-hmm. You see, the deeper your praise, the more God will show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. That's good. Sounds good. Sound good. Yeah. So Timon represents the depthness of your praise. Mm-hmm. If you want God to show up more, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm like? mm-hmm. See? see Musician, that's why I do what I do, whether you like it or not. Because there it is. We're going to see God in us. And the only way we're going to see God in us is that we do things right. Amen. This is a professional teaching church. We don't do things shabby. God didn't make us shabby. If you go out there and you buy Cadillac, or Venus, or any of them other things out there, and you pay that kind of money for it, you want not get that of Anything just ain't going to do with it. Amen. Amen. The cost of your efforts define your expense account. The level of your self-worth determines where you're going to go in this thing. You can either stay on the first floor because in my father's house, there are many, in other words, there are many spiritual levels and dimensions. That That's what that means. I know they've been teaching y'all there's some kind of big house up in there you guys. And inside you there's a mansion with many spiritual (laughs) changes. And the deeper your praise, the more you're going to find out that God came from tomorrow, which is the deepest praise from within. And once, and I'm closing, and once God shows up through your praise, Christ, the Holy One, from Mount Moran, Christ will show up with you. In other words, not only is God going to show up from your deepness of your praise, but your revelations in the Word are going to become great. Church, if the preacher don't reach for it, then you won't. <coughs> <be>. <coughs> Nothing. You'll get the same old thing over and over and over and over. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. You've got to reach for this thing. Mm-hmm. Amen. Remember that outstretched on? Yes. sir. Reach for it. Mm-hmm. Don't be satisfied with mediocre. Reach for it. Amen. You, you, you have, look, God, you're doing great things mm-hmm. in your lives, in all of our lives right now. Okay. This is a good time for us to destiny. God is doing great things in the lives of people. People, we don't need to blow this. Amen. We need to reach further and really see what God got for us. Amen. Because we've been holding him up to God. Amen. We've been holding him up too long. Amen? Amen. Let's give God praise. Amen.